Hey, hey now. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, we finna get this thing jumping, baby. <laughs> and you see what I'm on right now. Hey! <laughs> hey! All right, everybody, everybody, everybody. Let me pause it. Let me pause. Let me pause it. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Wanna's Truth Serum. Today's topic is commitment. Why did I and why do I want to get married? Now, this was supposed to be a podcast for singles, but I believe married couples could benefit from this as well. Now, for those of you who don't know, majority of my friends are married. I'm a firm believer in being or hanging with people you want to become and who you and who can add to you. Whoever said married people can't hang with single people lied, honey. However, I believe in conditions such as are they like-minded people? Do they or will they respect the marriage and or will they interfere? Because I plan on getting married one day and they teach me the do's and the don'ts to a marriage. Let me tell you a secret, though, before we get started. I've never made it down the aisle. But I've been engaged seven times in my lifespan. And I was the one to call the quits. I was. But we'll talk about that at a later time. Now, I invited a couple to be on this podcast today because out of all of the questions that I asked, this particular couple was raw. And when I say raw, I do mean raw with their answers. And I was like, oh, heck no. I got to go live with them. So, Nadia, Marco, are you there? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing this afternoon? We doing just fine. Just fine. All right. So, the topic that I'm starting with as far as commitment it began from a debate, or rather a statement that was made by a gentleman friend of mine. I was telling him that I wanted commitment out of a relationship, and that was the reason for me being single. He was saying that he wanted simple shit that he couldn't get, like pictures, meaning, meaning regular pictures, new pictures, things like that. Therefore, he was like, why would any woman, well, I was like, why would any woman send you news when she can't get a commitment out of you? So the subject of compromise came about also. There was this statement and question that brought about the conversation, right? So he told me, there are 20 women to one man. Why should I commit when you have all of these women waiting and ready to have me in whatever capacity or in any way that they can? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let Marco tell me what he told me yesterday about that before I continue. What is your take on that, Marco, when, on the statement saying there are 20 women to one man? Why should I commit when you have all these women willing and ready 
to have me in any or whatever capacity they can. Well, uh, basically, I was just saying that uh, if you're single, that's some cool shit. You know, hey, do your thing. You know, that's what you choose to do. But for me, you know, that shit ran out. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it don't hold as much weight as like have you want somebody to walk the road with, you know. So, you know, I mean, like I said, on one hand, I can understand, but then again, for me, it just wasn't enough. Okay. So when the statement came, I was like, you know, me being me, I was like, oh, okay, well, you ain't ready for me. Because them women, them women ain't me, and I got what you want and you need, and I ain't selling for that. On top of that, yeah, yeah, get me, and then plus when I, because I want to be married one day, when you get me, baby, you get all that. This is one. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's what I told tonight. <laughs> I'm saying I am look, baby. Look, I am those 20. What you trying to get in those 20, you will find all of that in me. All right. All right. I get what you want and what you need. You don't need all that. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So now, it was after that statement that I launched a survey to a few married people. And, of course, you know, you all were one of them. I launched it to a couple of divorced people, you know, people who were married, had been married for years. So you can kind of get, you know, both sides to, you know, to how they feel now being on the other end and a couple of single people. And baby, let me tell you, these answers were something else. <laughs> Ask the men to respond to that particular statement as well, the statement that Marco just uh, just answered for me about twenty women to one man. So as I make these state, as I make these responses or state these responses, rather that these men told me, Marco, you since you're a man, you can weigh in on these responses as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just just keep it one hundred, be real. Be real. Uh-huh. That's all you're getting from him right now. <laughs> I know, right? Right now. Right now. <laughs> okay, so one man said, yeah, a single man can have all those women, but not all 20 of them will fully have his back and elevate him to be the best he can for himself and whatever good woman that comes along. How do you feel about that? Is it true? Is it not? Well, definitely take one. I mean, but you know, it depends on that man. You know, he might maybe he's the type of man that they, they got his own thing going and he don't need no woman to help him do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, she single men do what they want. To me, I hell one enough. I'm just <laughs> I mean I'm just saying like a wise man know you don't need but one. That's all I can say, because the rest of them, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> now, listen, ladies, for the ladies that are listening, this is coming from a man, and these statements are coming from men. So I would advise for you to listen carefully. You may learn some. <laughs> All right, so another one said pretty much what you just stated. That was that man's personal, and I quote, personal choice. 
And he does not believe that that man is really going to find 20 women who just want him in any capacity they have, that, that they can have. Oh, oh, yes, you can. I ain't always been married. Oh, yes, you can. And see, he said 20 to 1 is probably true with all the gay men in Atlanta, but not like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so the next one said he agreed with that statement and then added, unless he doesn't care about the long term. He stated that he would only be able to rely on four of those ladies, however, still liking the odds. He ended with one for each season in case you're trying to figure out the final number. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your take on that? Do you agree? Nah. Because out of 20 women, at least 10 of them going to really love you. You're going to damage 10 of them today. ain't going to be no good. So whatever you end up with ain't gonna probably be worth a damn after you get you playing with all of them. That's true. I can't agree with that. And I'm a woman. I agree with that. And once you settle down, decide you want to keep one of them. You've been playing with her and messing over so long, so many years. She ain't gonna be no good to you. Hey, you saying something now? Okay, man. All right. So another one said. A woman taking me in any capacity isn't appealing. Any person who is willing to take me at partial means they'll be given only a piece of themselves. Why do you disagree? From personal experience. Gotcha. Right. Okay, so... So another man said, because when you find the one that you connect with, mind, body, and soul, the other 20 don't matter. Thanks. I'm rolling with that one. Thanks. Okay. I done had the 20 when I rolled up on the one. Ain't but one standing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Ladies, you hear that? That would be me, honey. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, I can rock with that because, you know, I'm not with the sister wives thing. Right. And I'm entirely too stingy to be sharing. I know that's right. <laughs> and, and then on top of that, with the amount of people walking around here dead anyway, I'm scared. I know that's right. Folks ain't telling you they walking around here dead nine days. I mean, I, I'm scared. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying that. Hey, I agree 100%. Now, another man came in and weighed in and said, even though there may be 20 women to one man, there is only going to be that one that embodies all of what I need, and she is the one that will get the ring. That's why I have the ring. And that's why I said what I said. I got all you want and all you need. I am every woman. It's all in me. Right. <laughs> Go, go ahead, Whitney Houston and Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So he's getting, all right. So he's, he's getting ready to step away just for a second. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so you have uh the next man response is what took me out. Okay. Now this one took me out. This man literally sighed and said, anyone who says that is obviously unfamiliar with the basic biology or living a fantasy. Don't get involved with delusional people. You can't you can't solve crazy with logic. I agree with him, and I'm not a man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, baby. That one took me out. I was on the floor. Yeah, nah, yeah. He said a mouthful on that one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So the last man came in and was like, and which was, would have been, you know, your husband. Uh-huh. And basically based on what he just said, I'm going to add to it that he told me that it wasn't enough for him. And he was like, those it wasn't any substance. Those women didn't have any substance. And I love that. Right. You know, about him being on both sides of the field, you know, being single and then finally, you know, wanting to settle down and get married. And, you know, we both know that he was out there. So he, he was one of them street dudes. So, you know, we, right. we know. Right. You know, the life that he lived and what he was about. So right. I understand where he's coming from. Oh, yeah. He said, you know, you just get tired of juggling. Yep. And just the uncertainties. Right. You know, so, I mean, I, I we saw him go through that. You know? Exactly. So, and with him being in the, with him having the mindset that he has now, you know that it comes from experience. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. and, I, and I wanted, you know, the people to actually get a glimpse of a real man, that these are men that are actually answering these questions. You know, these are married men. These are men that, you know, was, was single once upon a time. These are men that have been out there, you know, in these streets. So they would know, you know, a lot of times when we do surveys and ask questions, we mainly hear the woman's version, but we never get an opportunity to hear what the man has to say. And that is true. That is true. So I wanted to shine a light on a lot of these things that men are saying because it makes sense. Right. And, you know, with women, we are emotional creatures. Men are logical. So we don't think the same all the time. Absolutely. And I I don't care what type of woman you are. You can be independent as you want. You don't need a man, anything there is. But at the end of the day, there are still going to be some things that a man can do that you cannot. And girl, you made a statement right there. Because I'm going to tell you, forget that female liberation crap. I need my husband. You hear me? And then, see, people don't, well, they don't understand. That do, I don't feel like that makes you weak. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you weak at all. It, it's God's design. Truth be told. You know, God created, you know, man, you know, for, for woman and woman for man. You know, and it is, it is, there is a balance that you have, you know, when it comes to that, you know, there's a balance, you know, the men play a major part, you know, in the household and a lot of women are, um, are dummying men down because of female liberation, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, we have things that we like to do or whatever, but baby, our bodies can't withstand the way that men can, you know, the things that men do. You know, I used to work in the, in the state prison and it tore my body apart. I don't want to do that no more. I don't do that at all. I don't want to go work on nobody construction site. I'm not going to do none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So our bodies are designed to do certain things just as well as theirs are. 
you know, like you said, we as women, we're, you know, emotional creatures and men, they have the physical ability to do the things, you know, that needs to be done and the mental capacity of things as well. Exactly. I agree. You know, men, they struggle more with the emotional because, you know, they really aren't designed to do that. But that's where the balance come in as we as women, we balance our men out and they balance us out. We can't make it without each other. That's the way God designed it, period, point blank. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, uh, we're going to go move on to the survey. Okay. Now, the survey consisted of seven questions, and it amazed me that almost everybody's answers were the same. Because of that, I'm going to pretty much weigh in on the ones that had different responses and because so many couples responded as well. Okay. Now, I'm going to let you all, you know, answer your questions. I'm going to save you for last. What? Well, no, I'm not going to do that. After I read everybody's statement, then I'm going to let you all answer your questions, basically what you told me. Okay. Uh, live, because I want to end it with the question that we actually talked about last night when we got into the love topic. Okay. You remember the question that you asked me that you said that should have been on there for us to ask, for me to ask? Uh, what did we say, babe? See, we're going to say that. We're going to say that for yeah. the people we ain't going to even Look, that right was now. last night. That was a whole nother time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> don't worry about it. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I was prepared. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I was prepared for this one, honey. <laughs> All right, so question one. How long have you been married? We have been married for four years and four months. Okay. The other some of the other couples that weighed in, now keep in mind, a lot of couples responded. So these answers and these numbers to how long they've been married. It could be for two or three people as well because some people had the same answers. So we have, you said four years and four months. Uh -huh. We have three years and nine months. We have one and a half years. We have three and a half years. We have two years, 18 years, 15 years, seven years, 28 years, 23 years, eight years, 14 years, 15 and a half years, 17 years, 10 years, and a little under a year. Okay. So we have a variety of couples that answered these questions. Okay. So this one, this wasn't just a simple question. I asked five people. Gotcha. I actually, you know, I actually called <laughs> that I can get in touch with all of my married friends. And then uh, some of my friends, my pen sisters and their husbands, you know, and other uh, people that I know, I literally got on the phone because I wanted to know answers. And again, you know, you're one of my married friends. So you know how I am about marriage. Right. right. And you know, personally, how much I desire to be married. So that was my goal. And see, you all do something for my spirit. Honestly, gotcha. you do something for me. Well, bless God for that. So, yeah, so those were how long that these people have been married. Now, do you agree with this one? My favorite answer was from a man. Okay. And his answer was 
I've been married for one day. Huh? <laughs> oh, listen, listen to what he's saying. He uh-uh. said, "Okay." He said, "He said I've been married for one day." Okay. A marriage is a day-to-day process that requires you to bring everything to the table. Oh. That being said, I have a piece of paper that claims I have been legally bounded or bonded to this woman for more than a year and six months. But she's been my wife forever. Gotcha. What is your take on? I we agree with that. I like. I mean, I love how he how he stated that. That is uh, that's a very profound statement. You know, and that from a man. Yeah. So sisters, these brothers know what they talking about around here. I'm trying to tell you. You better know. Men are connected to God. I, I got That's some good married friends. I got some good married friends. I'm just saying. Yep. And it takes a it takes late. Yeah. That's like 51st dates. You got to make a love y'all all over again every day when you get up. And that is mind. And that is the beauty when you really with Lord, somebody. But when you are really when you're the person that you are designed to be with, um, it doesn't. It's not hard for the love to be seen. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. Um, it's not. It's not hard to show your significant other that you really and truly love them. Um, it, it, it has a lot to do with the love language, you know, our love languages are different, you know, but you have to love each other enough to, uh, discover that, you know, and really show true interest in them and caring about their well-being, their feelings, their everything. It just comes second nature when you love, when you truly love somebody. Okay. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. All right, so question number two was, do you think women, and this is for both of y'all, I want you to answer first, and then I want Marco to answer because baby, his answer was something serious. (laughs) And then I'm going to read to you what a lot of these other couples stated as well. Okay. Okay, so question two, do you think women should lower their standards for a man? What did I say yesterday? <laughs> I don't think a woman should lower her standards. Yep, that's exactly what I said yesterday. Because <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, uh, I don't think that we should lower our standards. Reason being is because, you know, we got to be true, you know, to who we are. There are boundaries. There, you know, I mean, you have you got to put your foot down about certain things. Certain things you're just not going to allow. You know. But well, come think about it, baby. Yeah, you do have to lower your standards. <laughs> I just thought about some things that took place. Listen, lady, I'm gonna need you to make up your I mind. Know, girl. Okay, we're gonna move on and let Marco <laughs> answer the question. Do you think women should lower their standards for a man? Uh, depending on the standard. Now, I feel say it was, you know, because different women got different sets of standards. But like, if you're looking at that man's car, his clothes, or or you know what type of house he live in and that type of shit, then you know you really ain't even the type of woman to be talking about being married to. But like if he the type of man you can tell he a hard worker, but he just don't know where to go find the work, 
then you know, yeah, lower your standards for that man because you never know. You may be married to work with that just need a brain, you know. So if you can start his business off, who knows? He may take off, you know. I, I, I know a married couple where the lady, she was real one of them, you know, like high maintenance type women. And she got her a good old country boy. I'm talking about third grade dropout, but he was a workforce, big as an ox. And what she did was put him in an 18 woman, taught him how to drive. She learned how to do the log books and all of that type of stuff there. And then she taught him. And they make millions of dollars right now to this day off his back, a third grade dropout. Now, if she didn't look at him for not having an education or something like this, she could have missed out on being a millionaire. You know, she got in the truck with him, learned how to do the log books and how to go through the way stations. And, you know, she talked to other truck drivers. And she learned the game, and she gave it to him. And this was about 15 years ago. He had told me he had almost uh, 800,000 miles on his belt as a driver. And they ended up buying, like, six trucks, and they got them all on the road, and they making good money. But it all started with her not judging him. So, you know, when, when you say lawyer standards, it really just all about what it is that you look for when you look look for a man, you know. So. I feel you on that, and I agree. Right. I do. Now, almost everyone that I asked the question to, almost everybody said no. There was a hell no. <laughs> there was that thought it was a setup. Okay, then listen to this question. That's that question. However, there were a whole lot of buts as well, and pretty much kind of how you just put it kind of summed up a lot of the buts. But I'm gonna read to you and to the audience what the responses were. And again, a lot of these responses were the same, so I combined a lot of them again to basically make it plain. Okay. So, do you think you should lower your standard? Do you think women should lower their standards for a man? No, but standards need to be built on an accurate assessment of what qualities are needed in a good mate. No, but there's a difference between being realistic and, and lowering your standards. No, they suggest they should just hold themselves to the exact same standards. Managing expectations is the key to a successful marriage. You don't get married to solve your problems. You get married because you want to share your love and life with another individual on a permanent concrete basis. Another said, it depends. If a woman has impossible standards that no man can reach, then what's the point? But certain standards, she should, she should just stick with. Another one said, absolutely not. And your man should encourage it. Hmm. Another said, I don't think my wife has ever compromised her standards. She elevated my desire to succeed and rise when I failed. I like another said, I like that one too. Another said, no, I think it's a setup. <laughs> She'll never be happy and committing. To what she truly believes is beneath her standards. Another said no, but we all need to learn the difference between non-negotiable standards and negotiable desires. Mm -hmm. Now, 
There were a couple of pe people that said yes. And their yeses were based off of if you love each other, you would. But you know, it's crazy because that 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 questionnaire holds a lot of power when in a woman's eyes. Mm -hmm. But look at it through a man's eyes. If we judge women the way that y'all judge us, we'll probably never find one that, that that that'll come up to us. Cause just say if I, I want a woman with no children. Man, how hard is that to do? You feel where I'm coming from? Yeah. What if I, what if I want that's a woman that you know that's that's got her own? Most women come into your life and basically expect you to take on whatever responsibilities and whatever mess she'd have made of her life before you got there. You know, she expect you to help her son be a man. She expect you to teach her daughter what a man is supposed to be. She expect you to cut the grass and fix the cars and, and you know, all of them type of things. I mean, it's a lot that comes along with the responsibility of a woman, but yet she can turn her nose up at a man for his shortcoming. Yeah. And I don't think that's cool at all. I don't think that's cool at all. Right. And, and women do it without even thinking. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, it's second nature to say, well, he ain't got what I want. I don't want nothing to do with him. Well, look at you. You know, you know, maybe you in that in that phase and, and ain't paying attention to it, you know. So I mean, I don't know. You know, when it comes to that standard thing, like I said, if me and Tony standards did we really deserve, I deserve to have a woman with no kids and we start our family fresh. But you know, if I want to love somebody these days and time hell them how to deal with at least one child, because she had him when she was 17, 16. Hell, she's 25 when I met her, or she's 40 when I met her, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you know that's that that is that is a that that's one of those those things that it's one side yeah it's, it's, it's one side of like they, when they say a man you know he a player when he sleep with a bunch of women but a woman is a hoe well they work in reverse you know what I'm saying when it comes to them type of thing because the woman don't when she talk about a man and his standards not once do it cross her mind that maybe he she's beneath him because she got kids yeah or because her tubes are tied you know and I can't have no babies with her. You know, but I overlooked all these things still love you in spite of you and your kids. Oh, hit below the belt and speak that real <laughs> shit. That's what I'm talking about. You know what it is that you want. And not even thinking about the fact that you're putting this extra burden in this man's life and he's taking it just because he want to be with you. And that, that is the truth. And a lot of us women, man. a lot of us women, we do overlook that. And it's second nature for a man. Like, most men, if they real about being with you and dealing with you, like those type of things, you don't even have to talk about. Like he's not gonna come into your life and and, and, your, and your grade is three feet tall and he don't do nothing about it, or Absolutely. or your car ain't running right and he don't do nothing about it, or he see your son with his pants hanging off his ass and don't do nothing about it. Real men ain't gonna let that slide, but those are responsibilities that really didn't have nothing to do with him. And that's you true. know, if, if I that's true. We just getting together, uh, your yard is your yard and mine is mine. But then that me being the man that I am, I'm gonna make sure that they, they get taken care of. You know. That type of thing, you know, it's just but I mean, you know, like I said, women don't think about that when they judge a man according to what he can or can't do or what he should or shouldn't be. You come with conditions that y'all call it a package deal. You're gonna have to accept everything that's crazy about me. And so what I talk too much, and so what I got an attitude, and so what my kids bad. If you love me, you're gonna be with me. That's crazy. But hey. you can sit there and say, Well, if he ain't got this or he can't do this, then he can't be my man. You know. You got a major point. You have a major point, and you said something now. I didn't mean just go ahead, but I went in. So no, I mean, but the, 
No, there's that's that's something that needs to be addressed because a lot of women (laughs) don't really under they don't they they expect men to come in and just do this magic trick, you know, after they done jacked up their lives, like he said. You know, you can't you can't do that. You know, you gotta think about what it is that you're asking somebody to walk into. This man don't owe you anything, none whatsoever. And that is the absolute truth. So, Woo, baby, it is getting hot up in here. <laughs> All right. Question three. Do you think women should compromise their beliefs to please a man? Nah, I don't. Religiously, no. Religiously, no. Not at all. Now, if you believe that somebody sweep your foot with a broom is bad look, then you know we can compromise on that type of shit. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, religion is a whole nother thing. You know, that's it's a, it's a big part of the love bond. So y'all got to be on the same page. You, you so got to be evenly yoked. Yes, you do. Yeah, beliefs is a whole array of things that could, you know, get weird. So. Okay, so. This was one, this particular question was kind of tricky. Some said yes and some said no. But the common denom- the common denominator was being negotiable and flexible in some areas while standing firm in your beliefs and being secure in yourself first before entering into a relationship. 100%. Because baby, if you don't know who you are, you will jack up somebody else and it and it is not it's not fair for you to you know have put somebody in control of your happiness you have to be solely happy and and complete with yourself before you can even allow anybody else to walk in your life that is that is from personal experience you got to take care of yourself first baby and it's pretty much that a whole person plus a whole person Man, equals whole people. Yeah, that, that I mean, that's what I'm saying. You have to be whole coming into some because see, a partial person and another partial person, a partial woman and a partial man don't make a whole person. It's a whole person makes a whole marriage, I believe. I, I do agree with that. You have to be, and you have to be open you know, even if you do have a partial, you know, two partial people, you know, that are coming together, you still have to be very open and transparent, you know, with each other. Because, you know, when you're dealing with somebody, basically, it's just a mirror of yourself. Come come on with that. Come on with it. It's a mirror of yourself. You're looking at the bull that you do. You know what I'm saying? And when me and my husband, you know, went through what we went through, we, as the days and (laughs) months and years passed, we realized that we are a lot alike. I'm the female version of my husband. And that, and, and, and that's that, that's that rib. You know what I'm saying? It's only one that, that, that is your true rib. I'm like, I don't like you because you're just like me. Right. Yeah, and we have, and you have to face your, you gotta, you know, it's accountability. You have to own up to your bull, man. You can't expect somebody, you marry somebody, and and and, and they responsible for your happiness. No, yeah, you can't do they that. They responsible for 
You got to be confident and happy in who you are. You can't expect that person to come in and just be responsible for the shit you can't do. Right. And, and if you can't figure out how to be happy, how the hell am I supposed to make it? Absolutely. Happy. And it's that part I already figured out. And understand happiness, you know, is a derivative of, of happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're happy because of something that happens. No, you got to be tro- you got to be solely in control of your happiness. Pure point blank. That's true. That's true. Now, see, uh, a couple of more basically summing up a lot of the answers. A few more said, be uh, be respectful and agree to disagree or to be equally yoked. Pretty much kind of what you said. Make sure you're equally yoked with the person. And the last one was like, you cannot be true to someone unless, until your truth with yourself I first. I got to step away from the phone, take care of some being right quick, but I do want to say this, and I'm, I'm going to let y'all have it from here. But uh, most women, you know, like, especially especially good, the, good, the good old Christian girls, you know, they, they quick to tell you about what that Bible says about how to treat your woman and how, you know, you're supposed to this and this and that, what the Bible says as far as how you treat your woman. But if y'all don't get nothing else from what I say today, get this. The equivalent of loving a man is respect and fairness. That's right. If you want your man to know that that he that you love him, show him fairness and show him respect. Just like we're supposed to show chivalry and all of that type of thing. When they come to us, just be fair and be respectful. And the rest is history. And it's how we rock. And it goes a long way. It goes a long way. And and a lot of women have to understand that when you res- when you are are married, or even if you're just, you know, in, in, in a courtship, you know, you have to respect the individual that you're with. You have to respect him, you know, and understand that his views is not gonna be your views on everything. You can't you can't do that. You can't expect them to move. Then this goes for both men and women. You can't expect each other to move the way that you move. Because this person is still their own individual person. You know what I'm saying? As, as long as y'all are doing the very same thing, you know, I, I might I might have to go left and my husband might have to go right, but we come back in the middle, you know, to, to, to bring everything to the table and we reach our destination. You see what I'm saying? You... you you can't... You can't expect anybody to be like you just because my views are different from his. He can't take my opinion away from me. You have to respect each other's opinion That's about true. things. And it goes to, you know, goes back to, you know, the agree and the disagree. You know, sometimes you have to agree to disagree, you know, to, to make peace sometimes. Everybody don't have to get the last word on things, you know. And, and don't cuss each other out. Try your best not to do that. I'm gonna say that. Don't cuss each other out. Respect each other. You know, you don't. You don't have to. You know, lash out at each other. You know. Something in my throat. So, you know, something got caught up in. Something got caught up in there real quick. You gotta respect. You gotta respect each other. Because what you put into your marriage, you're definitely gonna get it. Vice versa for your courtship. I agree. So. I agree. 
All right. So question four was, how were you able to be found by your husband? And were you looking? Well, at my the husband time? stepped away, but uh, he and I both agreed on our answer. Well, I, I, I got his answer. I just want you. Well, his answer was when I asked, um, how did you find your wife? Well, I'm going to start with him first. The question was, it was a two-part. So how did you find your wife? He pretty much said that y'all grew up together. Right. So you were always there. He did say that for him, he was looking at the time because he already knew that you were his. Regardless of what went right. on, he and already my, knew. My answer was, I was not looking. I was not looking at all. Because in the Bible, it says that when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. That's why women, you know, when I see women who are asking their men to, <laughs> to marry them, that baby just out of order. It's out of order. There's a order to everything. You know? There is. There mm -hmm. is. And baby, I'm over here smacking on this gun. Be <laughs> like, uh-huh. Show this. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Show, show, show this. It's an order, baby. It's everything. You know, things are done decently and in order when it comes to God. It is. So, um, for question number four, most of the couples that I asked that question to, most of them already mm -hmm. knew their mates. And pretty much what you said, most of them already knew their mates. They met at school through through mm -hmm. mutual friends or coworkers. Some like you all mm -hmm. grew up together, and one husband. Uh, <laughs> One husband was like, uh, with his now wife during that time, uh, hell, he pulled, he was harassing her, pulled up in her <laughs> DM, baby. Was out, baby, he was, he pulled up on her in the DM, they say, baby. So I'm like, man, I'm like, now look at when that. <laughs> it's bad. In my heart of hearts, when things are done in order. It allows the man to take his rightful place and a woman to take her rightful place. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a beautiful yeah. thing when things are done in order. I'm 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 a firm believer of that. Okay. And then but check this out though. I named this one here third okay. time's a charm. Because this particular gentleman said that he dated two of his wife's friends before he got you know to her. What? I I know I know a few couples that are like that. For real. Yeah, he was like he got to her, he dated two of her friends. And he and he was like, and no one and then out of everybody that answered this question, nobody, I absolutely mean nobody was looking nobody. at the time. Now yeah. that ought to tell people something. When for your mate or your mate is trying to find you or something like that, or you know, basically with this, nobody was looking. So it's it pretty much when you think about it, and I'm not trying to go biblical, you know, on anybody, but if you read your words, especially in Corinthians or whatnot, it talks about things like this mm -hmm. and it talks about this. The, the what a wife Absolutely. is, what a husband is, you know. 
lady is what a woman is, you know, biblically speaking, and that that we believe in, those that believe in Christianity, you know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Even those who are of the Islamic, you know, religion, who are Muslims, you know, they have a lot of beliefs when it comes to their men and their women, and they mm-hmm. just believe that their men are the head of their households, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this to the single women, and God takes care of you in your singleness. It is a reason why you're not supposed to have premarital sex. You know what I'm saying? Because when you have premarital sex, it actually opens up many doors, you know, for for different spirits to come in and to rest in your soul. Because understand that intimacy is something that um, that that brings you close. It's it's a it's a oneness with you, your husband, and God. When you are single, that is the time that you are building yourself for your mate. Period. Point blank. That is the reason why you know I understand why God said don't have premarital sex because, like my husband mentioned earlier, he was talking about how children. You know, how, how women want men to come in and take, you know, take their children. They want to accept the whole package. But see, if we were doing exactly what God told us to do, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in. And to add to that, you know, Life Jennings, he's one of my I favorite uh, artists. <laughs> like, yeah. so, come on now, you know. Life Jennings has a song off his first album that's called, uh-huh. entitled, yep. She Got Kids. And in that song there, he pretty much lays it on the line. You know what I'm saying? He pretty much lays it on the line, yes, you know, you with gotta, it. You gotta, you gotta, it's, it's, you know, the, the God's word is put in position for a reason. You know what I'm saying? He's telling us what it is that we should do. You know, and marriages, you know, understand for the single people and, and the newly engaged people, you know, couples, you guys need to understand that marriage is a job. It is a job for richer or for poor, for better or for worse, through sickness and health. I mean, that is true. And you have to stand by each other throughout those things. You know, marriage it, marriage steps in after you say, I do in the wedding, everything is over. Marriage starts after the wedding day. Everything seems okay in the beginning? No. But when life really, really hit you, you have some sound decisions that you have to make, but you can't make it in a, with a single mind. You have to make it, make decisions together. You have to fight together. There are going to be some days where y'all going to be ready to tear each other's head off and be like, look, I don't want to deal with you no more. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that you took a vow before God. And marriage is not just something that you okay. can walk away from. I have a call to come in the deal. So what I'm going to do is, and for the people I do apologize, I'm going to stop this recording. This will be the end of part one for right now. And I'm going to come back in, in a couple of seconds and begin on part two, just so I can get this straightened out. Because you are basically on point right now and I do believe that when interruptions come like that it's something that the devil doesn't want you to hear so I'm going to pause this for the time being and this will be the end of part one I'll be back in a second with part two
Thank you, you so much. Nadia, don't go okay. away. Hello. All right. We are back. Nadia, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. We are back. And we're going to jump right on in. Okay. And continue with what you were talking about when you were speaking on the biblical part of a marriage and what you wanted single women to know. Basically, I just single women need to understand that God is going to take you, take care of you in your singleness. And it is not your job to look for your mate. <laughs> your husband is going to find you, but you have to be prepared. He is preparing you for your husband and preparing your husband for you as well. You can't, you know, you can't be loose out here. You got to, you know, maintain your singleness, build on you, mind, body, and soul. You know, so, and, stay away, so stay away from that goose because goose will get you loose while you go on off. Marco said, Well, we know what's in your cup. <laughs> I'm just telling you what Lil John said. That's all. Girl, you are special. <laughs> Oh, Lord, but yeah, women, just take care of yourselves, you know what I'm saying? And don't be so, you know, gung-ho on, you know, being in a relationship because, you know, the the the, the world is very cliche, very cliche about what marriages and relationships should be like. Your relationship is going to be what you and your husband make it period point blank no marriage is the same no method is going to be you know the same for each marriage except the, the i think the common denominator to all marriages is you know that mates that that the mates should listen to each other and feed off of each other you know what i'm saying that should be the common denominator because if you work together as a team you will have a better outcome i agree i agree so, and that's just, you know, that's just my outlook on it because I was fooled. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I gave my husband hell. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I gave him hell, you know, and then too, my husband is a different breed of man. My husband, he, he don't play. Man, let me tell you something. Let, 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 listen, Linda. <laughs> Your husband, baby, I was so proud to call him my big brother. I'm just saying. <laughs> baby, I was so proud because I was like, you know what? It's a street thing. Excuse my friend for those of you who are politically correct, but hey, I'm like, it's a street nigga that I can relate to. Yeah. Because I was taught by a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I was right. like, man, it's one that understands me and we can yeah. really communicate. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, you know, and I'm going to tell you, ladies, you know, we as women, we have a tendency to, you know, be be very mouthy, you know, um, and my husband has always said, yep, <laughs> for that lady on the other end. <laughs> but we can be very mouthy, you know, and my husband used to always say that the verbal abuse from a woman is almost equivalent to a man's physical abuse to a woman. 
because words. Oh, that. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head with that one. I, yeah. I got to agree. I have to. Women, we and and when we are hurt, we have a tendency to, you know, grab for the most brutal thing that we can destroy our mates with, and that and is that not his right. Ego, his pride, because yes. baby, my mouth is yes. lethal. Yep, and so I'm gonna tell you, and I will say I agree with that. I will say that as a single woman, that happens. And remember, I stated that I was engaged. Seven times, times in my right. lifetime, right. so I will say, and I'm 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 going to be honest. You know, two of those engagements, even though I called all of them off, I can honestly say that with two of them, because I love those men so hard, and I was hurt so bad by them, I literally tried to break those men, and in some sense, I believe I did. And destroyed, you know, some of their characters and egos with my mouth. Yeah. And and understand. Really deadly. And then years later, after having one of my, another close friend of mine and a married close friend of mine come to me one day and tell me, now listen, Juana, sis, I don't know how you're going to take this, but I got to tell you. Yeah. You cannot talk to those men like they are your children. Absolutely. You have to, and see, That's okay. and see, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you, you know, me and my husband, we were actually looking at uh, some videos on YouTube, not YouTube, but on Facebook. And the women, it's like the roles have switched where the women are more dominant than the men are. The men seem extremely weak. And the women seem extremely masculine. You understand what I'm saying? And it disturbed my soul, first of all, as a woman. I don't give a doggone how rough and tough we appear to be. If a man hit us the wrong way, we threw booking. Yeah. Yes. We just threw. I- See, you know, society is feeding uh, an illusion, you know, that women are much stronger than men emotionally we are but men at the end of the day they will hurt us and women need to understand we have men and women need to know who they are individually you understand men need to take their rightful places and women need to take their rightful places you know our children are falling by the wayside because men and women aren't in their rightful places And I agree with that. And I'm just going to say this. Although I seem, and you all know, because you know me. Right. Seem hard. You know, I come hard. But what have I always said? My husband, the one that's for me, is going to know how to handle me. And that is true. My husband broke me down. He's going to know how to deal with me. And what have I always said when a lot of these men step to me? You know, because again, and you know, Marco knows, I'm not single by force. I'm single by choice. And that's true. And a lot of men that come, I already know I'm not going to play with you and I'm not going to allow you to play with me because I'm already seeing where this is going to go. And see, a lot of times I've had a lot of men come to me, you know, and tell me, well, your mouth is too much or you too tomboys, you know, or I see that it, it's a nigga that live inside of you. Well, I can't help the way I was raised and who raised me because I have street sense and I have street smarts. I can't help that. 
But what I tell people is, and what I tell a lot of men is, what you fail to realize is a woman will submit for the right man. You, um, that, that is true. That, that, and I'm that, like, that regardless of how hard she is, regardless of how strong she is, regardless of how tough she is or how she may be, when the right man comes along or the man that's designed for her, there will be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She will submit, not even having to be asked. And, th- and that is true. And that, that is the, the, and that is God's design once again um, for women to submit ourselves unto our husbands because that is God's word. We are supposed to submit unto one another. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not just one-sided. Men have to submit to their wives as well. Okay? Exactly. Now, as far as a woman, I can only speak for us because this way, woman. <laughs> but Women, we have such hard exteriors because of, you know, past hurt and, you know, even our upbringing. Okay. That's me. And, and, and that's me as well. And I, I had men to tell me, you, you know, you too hard, you know, and like you said, it, yeah. it takes a strong individual to deal with me. And I'm going to tell you when I knew that my husband was my husband, he and I, we had, we had an altercation one day. And I I said some bad words to him and girl before I knew it, he ran back in that house. He was like, What? I was like, Oh, oh okay. <laughs> 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 he I mean, he put his foot down and it was sexy to me. You hear me? It was very, it was, it was very sexy to me. And 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 when I realized that there was the only man that can control that could control me and Tone me down. I saw that he had my best interest in heart too. See, a man, a real right. man is not going to allow a woman to run over him. Period. Point blank. A real man. You better speak it. A real man don't play, baby. He don't play. And for these little, I don't mean no disrespect to any, you know, to any any man that might be listening. But real men, they step up to the plate and they demand their respect. They run their households and they have their children in line. They have their family in line. We as, there is an order to everything. It is God, the husband, the wife, the children, the work, and then the church. There is an order. There is an alignment. You know, the man is supposed to be head of his household. He is the one that set things forth in motion. And we as women, we carry those things out. Me and both, you know, husband and wife, we carry those things out. We implement those things in their absence. But we walk together at the same, on, on the same beat. You know? Right. And, and children will scared. only emulate what it is that they see. That's true. Now let me clear something up. Mm-hmm. As as what she was saying and from my opinion too because I don't want people to take this the wrong way mm-hmm. that does not mean as far as you submitting to your mate and for your mate to put his foot down and to control you or basically no, to no, tame you it's not that does not mean that does not mean that he is allowed to put his hands on you absolutely Yes. That does, not, that does not mean putting his hands on you. Let me just address that and clear that up. Yeah. That does not mean him physically putting his hands on you or mentally abusing you or emotionally or things like that. That's not what's being stated. Right. I, 
So I just want to clear that up. That we're not talking about that because I'm just gonna be honest. I'd be damned if one put their hand on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, married or not, I'm baby. Listen, I may knock and whoop your ass, but I'm finna go toe to toe with you and get some and, up off of you because you ain't finna use me as no damn punching bag. I'm just saying. And that and that is true. I agree with that 100. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this. See, the conviction of God will control that man or that woman's hands. See, when when you are with that right person, the conviction of God, because everybody, let's just be honest and keep it 100. Everybody don't have God. Everybody don't believe in God. That is true. That's only with those who believe because you got a couple that will sucker punch the shit out of a woman like he wouldn't hit a woman like he'll hit a man. Right. And that's a cow. And I'm sorry. That's a coward, baby. I'm sorry. Right. I. Any man that do that does anything like that to a woman and he punches a woman like she's a man, that is a coward. Well, you know, some of them said, well, she hit me like one. She stood up like one. Well, so I'm going to treat her. Well, now, hold on. I agree with that, too, because I'm going to tell you, you got some women out here that overstep their boundaries. And that's why I said earlier about women knowing their places and men knowing that, you know, knowing their places as well. See, the, and, and, and I'm going to tell you something. And this is just one of the things that, that that sticks out to me when it comes to marriages. People need to keep their hands to themselves. If you're not touching on each other in a loving way, you shouldn't touch each other at all. I agree. Period. It is not, you know, you're not supposed to control people to the, you know, in a sense of manipulating them to get them to do the things that you want them to do. That's not, when, when I say control, let me, let me, let's take the word control and let's say submission. Okay. We are supposed to submit ourselves unto one another, period, point blank. That's God's word. And if you submit unto one another, that means that he listens to her and she listens to him and they are supposed to work together. That is the way it's supposed to be period point blank but when you're talking about putting your hands on somebody and telling them that they can't go outside because just because you say it so no 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 and i'm gonna add to that to just bring it right on home or whatnot i'm gonna add to that or whatnot to keep all that confusion down suck a dick it'll make you feel better uh-uh Shawana, did you just say that ah you said that i'm just saying <laughs> But ladies, they oh, already know what it is. Why everybody's <laughs> acting like it's good they don't do it. It's good protein. Uh-uh. Listen, don't act like I'm lying. No, you're not lying. I'm just saying, married or not, it's too many women that feel like we're not, we're that mighty, we're not that messy. Come on now, you know you sucking dick behind closed doors. Come on, quit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But see, understand in the Bible it states that the marital bed is undefilable. The marital the, bed. Okay, whether you married or you single, you sucking to be. Well, I mean, that might be true, but to be blessed with what you're doing and make you feel good about it. Yeah, the marital bed is undefilable. Let's let's correct that. I, I, I ain't been married yet, but those that I was engaged to, I mean, I'm, I'm okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right, well, moving right around to question number five. <laughs> oh, and I, those of you that's listening, that's holier than thou, same sanctified, uh, five baptized, Holy Ghost filled. That I do not apologize for the statement that I just made because what 
<laughs> acknowledge it or not, it's a y'all. It's a lot of y'all around here sucking dick too. So stop playing. Oh God. Can you just All say right. oral sex, please? <laughs> so listen, you either a saint or you ain't. God loves the truth, and I'm telling you what God loves—the honest and truth. That's true. I, I get that. I get that. And that, and that is and and realistically speaking, yes, that's what's going on in this world today, for real. My my thing is when it comes to that, is that one thing God can deal with is an honest person. If you're honest with yourself and honest with him, he can deal with you better. And I agree with that too. He can he, he, he can deal with you with that. And also that if you want to you want to go biblical, the word said that a liar would not tear it in his yeah, sight. You got a point there too. That's what he said. So I feel like as long as you're honest with yourself first, because God I already knows. So when you be honest with yourself and you be honest with him, he can work with you. You are workable. Listen. I ain't there yet, Jesus, but I'm asking you to help me. At least I'm on it. Help me, Father. I need your help. Ah, Jesus, help the Lord. Help Lord. <laughs> so, so, question number five. Why, why did you want to get married? I wanted to get married because I wanted to be intimate and not get in trouble. <laughs> that's number one <laughs> secondly I wanted my covering I wanted the man that I was supposed to fight with in this world in this life that's what I wanted you know and you know unfortunately let me, let me ask you this let me, I don't mean to put you off but let me ask you this since you're talking about the man that you wanted to fight with in your covering let me just ask you this okay. on the real Four years ago, or five years ago, when you first got married, before you get married, were you thinking about damn covering, or did you just want some dick? I wanted my covering, being honest. I had already been through... See, me me having premarital sex, it didn't lead me anywhere. You understand what I'm saying? So I had already been there. I've, you know, suffered the consequences, you know, of my children having, you know, different fathers and stuff like that. You know, so, I mean, I knew what it was like, you know, to have sex. I knew what that was. I wanted something different. So I challenged myself. You know, I, I mean, okay. I had already been there. It, it it didn't work out for me. And now my children, and, you and know, I my children, you know, are suffering because of my actions. You know, I wanted them to have that strong male figure in their life, you know, who could, you know, bring that balance to all of our lives. That's what it was for me. That was my personal journey. And I can I can see that. I can understand that because I will say that too. That in my lifetime, you know, I have two children outside of marriage. And believe it or not, I was actually engaged to both of my children's Same fathers. Same here. You know, and my children, it's a six-year difference between my mm -hmm. two children. So I wasn't fighting it up, you know, when having children here and there, you know. So believe it or not, I really, honestly, I hate sometimes, you know, that I was that I wasn't like some of these other women, you know, and having children back to back, so I could be through, you know. But God does what He does for yeah, a reason. He does, and you know, so I'm blessed to have the children that I have and have my children. But being in relationship with their fathers, it was a challenge for me being that they had beliefs as well, you know, beliefs that, well, you know, 
whoever my children's mother is, if I have a child by you, I'm going to marry you. And it didn't work like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But my thing was, although I wanted to get married, although I was almost there and I could have gotten married, it was just some things I wasn't willing to take. There were some things I wasn't willing to deal with. And there were some things that I just wasn't willing to sacrifice. And my happiness was one of them. You know, I was like, will I truly be happy? Will this truly be it? And there were other things, you know, that played a part in that, that I just wasn't willing to deal with. And that's just on both ends. So I'm not going to act like, you know, everything was just all them because it wasn't. Because like I said, I stated earlier, I have a mouth on me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It took me dating several men for me to actually get that mouth under control. And then from married friends, you know, like you all to tell me, you ain't never going to get a husband talking like that. Right. Or doing a man like that. So I understand now. So now that I know, when I know it's not beneficial to me and I'm not going to be beneficial to you and you can pretty much walk up to me today and I can tell you this ain't going to work or this is going to work. You know what right. I'm saying? So children went through things too because there wasn't a male figure there and their fathers weren't. And as petty as it is, men and women have been in predicaments as to where because they were beefing with one another, the children wound Absolutely. up suffering. And that was partially, you know, uh, a uh, 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 reason that took place you know in some of the things that I went through but as you get older you tend to look at well no this is right. not it you know what I'm saying you learn you live and you learn and today both of them are married now you know what I'm saying and I, I, I thank God for you know they found mm -hmm. their mates you know who was for them we just weren't for each other but I thank God that he blessed enough for us to bring two beautiful children into this world but, you know, and I don't regret my children at all. I don't regret having them. I don't regret. They, some people say their children were mistakes. Mine weren't. Children are mistakes. They you know, it, life it, it, it was just. That's how I look at it. It was a lesson learned. But, you know, but to, you know, but to get back to the question that you asked, you know, I, 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 I knew my, my soul, my spirit was, was yearning for, uh, correction. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, a lot of times we get, you know, we get so consumed with, you know, how we feel about things, you know, versus looking at what is right and what is wrong. You know? And okay. So, now, when I asked that question to you all last night, basically, you were like, Marco called your bluff. Yeah, he did call my bluff. And the next thing you knew, you was in the courthouse <laughs> getting mad. He did. He did. He did call my bluff. He did. You know, but I had, you know, uh, uh, an agenda as well, you know, that I wanted to, you know, I wanted accomplished in my life, you know, and, and I even sat down and I talked to my children about that, you know, you know, we, I understand the male, the male's role in the household. I'm telling you, there's nothing like, you know, balance in your life, you know, and we as women, especially when we're single parents, we, women become extremely hard because we have to take, we have to play both roles. I was going to say, because yeah, we, we have, have to. to. And I wrote that, I stated that in a previous book uh -huh. of mine. 
And do you not know that I really got, I got clowned for some of the things that I said. But a lot of times, because we're so strong, we don't want to admit that because we look at it as a weakness. But it's not a weakness. It's the the truth. Exactly, (laughs) because we yearn. Because even Mm -hmm. though as, as hard as I am, and as tough as I am, my I still I I I yearn and I long for that man to come in and fulfill his role because I get tired of being hard all the time. You know, like you know, I get like, and that's another reason too, you know, why I want to, you know, get married because I look at listen, take this weight off of me. Listen, baby, you can have it now. I'm tired of being hard. I'm tired of fight this. I'm tired of playing two roles. I'm tired of being mama and daddy. I'm tired of being the husband and the wife. I'm tired of being the man and the woman. Take this load off of me so I can experience for the first time in my life actually being a woman, being feminine. But I'm going to tell you something. I got to get in the net. (laughs) See how how easy it was for you to say, take that burden off of me. Those burdens was a part of your life before any man ever walked into your life. So think about that. Think about that the next time you want to judge a man according to your standards. Yep. Because look at what you just asked that man to do. He ain't even in your life right now. This is what you're wishing for. When he get there, this is what you're going to tell him. Take some of this off of me. But guess what? Everything that you're asking him to take off of you was, was part of your life and your responsibility long before he ever walked into your life because he ain't even done yet. So you think about that when you, when you judge a man according to your standards. And I understand that. And you are absolutely correct. But that's the thing. A lot of us don't want to be honest or will, should I say, will not be honest about that particular thing. Because like I said, we go around saying how independent we are, how we don't need a man, how this is and how that is. But when shit get real hard to where a man is really needed in that aspect and we realize something clicks in that, wait a minute, I can't do this. Then guess what? Guess what happens? Then you start longing but for here, it. But here again, I, I, I will say this because I was that very same woman. When my husband came in my life, he freed me up to be a woman and I love him so much for that. And that's all I I'm saying. I love him so much for that because I didn't realize how good it felt to be in my rightful place. And only to do the things that you and are to what do. What we are designed to do. And I'm going to tell you, my husband told me, he that's told me, it. he said, baby, he said, a lot of times you're taking on things that's not even meant for you to carry. <laughs> and with that being said, you know, I was stressing out about things that I wasn't even supposed to be worrying about simply because that's the reason why God designed man for woman and woman for man. He know Marco knows when to carry me. Do you understand me? And it's been so many times that yeah. he has carried me. And a lot of times I didn't even realize that he was carrying me. But women, I, I'm going to say this to all women that are listening. Ladies, allow your men to be men. Allow them to do. Come on. Allow them Come to on. do the they are supposed to do. Your husband is there for a reason. Ladies, my son, not my son, but my husband would always say, shut up and let me drive. It was a song that he used to play all the time. And when I would get out of line, he'd say, shut up and let me drive. 
And not all the time is that does that mean that it came off as being disrespectful? And it wasn't. He was just telling me, baby, let me carry you. That is my job. Yes. And I'm gonna tell you something. There was a there was an incident that had happened in 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 our life. Oh Lord, I'm about to pass out yeah, over here. There was an incident that happened in our life. Okay, where my husband had to stand up and he had to be the king. Do you understand me? He protected his family. He told all of us to get out the way and he went in front of his family and baby, that was some of the most and I'm going to tell you women, the masculinity of a man, the pure essence, the sheer essence of a man is what we are supposed to fall in love with. Their leadership. It is amazing when you allow men to be men. Women get out of the way if you are marrying a Baby. man allow that man to be a man get out of his way he, he don't need Baby, you you'll get the big boy if you if you if you're gonna marry somebody and you don't trust him you don't need to be married you don't need to be married because I, and you'll get the best orgasm in the world I, I promise you i promise you and when you just bask in just being a woman and allow that man to carry his family the way he's supposed to. You be his peace in everything. Come on. You have there you to go. be his peace. In because it's going to be, see, the world is already attacking our men. And with our men being destroyed outside of our homes, they don't need to come home and hear all of that unnecessary nagging and drama and all of that stuff. You need to be able to be in sync with your husbands or, or, or your significant other. And, you know, to, to where you know when something is going on with him. You'll be able to cater to his needs. Some days they don't even want you to say nothing. Just look and understand and pay attention. He, he having a hard day today. Allow your husband to have a hard day. Be his man. Say Let that. Him lay down in your lap yeah. and you rub his head. Be his, be be that soft tone in his life. And a lot of women, <laughs> you know, they they tend to to really they find men who are weak. Do you understand that they can control because uh, they because they I want just, to control. You understand? Yeah, what it is. You can't bully a man into nothing. So talking crazy. It ain't gonna get him nowhere. It ain't gonna get you nothing. Nothing. A lot of women don't even understand that it's this easy. It is so easy. This how easy it is. You can go in there and say, man, when are you gonna watch these motherfucking cars? And nigga probably gonna look inside your head and ask you who the fuck you talking to. But if you go, baby, my car's so dirty, I'm too cute to be riding around in dirty car. Ah, he gonna hurry up and get out of there. You real cute, baby. Let me make sure your car is real too. That's how we work. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? We goofy like that on the low. You know what I'm saying? But a exactly. woman that want to growl at a man, hey, man, I'm the toughest thing in this motherfucking house. So you growling ain't scaring me. What you're going to do is not get what you're trying to get done, done. Matter of fact, I ain't going to do it for another two weeks just because of how you talk to me. And that's true. And and women, you got to speak, you know, life over your husbands. For real. You got to speak to the keenness in your husband. For real. If you are, you know, not building up his spirit, you're not building up, you know, the, the his ego. We gotta stroke the ego. That's what we do. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. I have an aunt right now who's really going through something right now. Okay. But I saw her do something that blew my mind. My aunt is she was diagnosed with brain cancer. Okay. 
So every day she's like literally not being able to really talk or anything like that, you know, the way she used to. She was a professor, you know, she taught classes and all this other stuff. But in the midst of her going through her storm, her husband came home one day and she was like, oh, babe, oh, babe, can you help me? He was like, sure, baby. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was like, she just went from acting like she didn't understand what was going on to doing what she needed to do to get what she needed done. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. See, you know, it's it's the tone that we have with our men. If I walked up to my husband and I started going off on him, baby, that's going to bring a booger bell out of him, baby, that I don't want to see. I can't do that. I have to respect my husband and I have to say, you know, I have to come to him and you 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 get things better when you ask more of a of, and, and more of a request and a question. The thing is, <laughs> you know what most, I'm saying? Most women so busy trying to prove that they're a woman till they forget that they're a girl. And we already have and natural power. You, 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 you got to understand something. Boy meets girl has been the same way and going to be the same way to the end of time. Yes. And boy meets girl is not girl being tougher than boy. Right. That ain't never been hired work. That ain't never had going to work. If you <laughs> got you one of them, you need to check his credentials. His booty hole might be a little loose. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Ain't no sense of playing no games. The average man ain't finna go for this. If you got a man that's going for this, then you what you what you basically doing, and a lot of women don't even understand this is you are the abuser in a in a in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Because men do things physically, y'all do things according to your feelings. So you gotta understand if we love you, then you got the potential to come out your mouth and say some shit that'll really fuck up my day. That really make me question who I am as a man. Really make me wonder if I'm good enough. Right. And you can do that with your words. See, a woman will get with a man and, you know, he, he promised to never hit her. And one day, you know, he go too far. And she he should holler out and knock the hell out. And she crying. You say you'd never do that to me. And it's the most devastating thing she's ever been through in her whole entire life. She can't believe that he hit her. He said he would never do it. She questioned whether, I mean, they go through the motion <laughs> when it happens. But what women don't understand, your man, when you take your words and say some real fucked up shit towards your man, especially about who he is as a person or what he doing or what he bringing to the table. Now, if he a lazy bomb ass nigga, then okay, so be it. But then, now, you know what I'm saying? If you got a trying man and you just said that shit because you made it, that's an ass whoop. You put your hands on him. You don't even get it. You really whooping his ass. That's abuse. And that's the only way y'all can do it because you can't physically jump on one of us and actually win you know what I'm saying? Right. Girl, you know, but if we fight tit for tat, you can't whoop the average man's ass. No, average woman can't whoop the average man's ass. So y'all use your right. words. Right. You gotta understand that them words is just as strong as a man's punches. That shit ain't making us pretty. It's blacking our eyes. It's busting our lips. You fucking with our manhood. And all you really doing if you love that man is losing because you beating him down to what he ain't capable of doing what he's supposed to be doing for you. I agree. I now that I agree one hundred percent. You can build your man up and you can turn down if he really love you. Because but what's so funny is our approval because we love you. A nigga going there and paint the kitchen. Come here, baby, look at this. I did good. You did good. Pat him on top of the head, suck a dick, fix the plate. Hey, my baby said I did good. We straight like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
It is, it is what the fuck it is. We just, we just talked about we that. Just talked about yeah, it. yeah, I mean, that, that shit's just and big thing. Right? Women got to be careful with their mouth. You got to be careful. And with I had to turn it. You ain't understand. You can turn a bomb ass nigga into a millionaire if you tell him you believe he can. And but I, if you keep pointing out the fact that he a bomb ass nigga, how you gonna probably do if he love you, man? You know, in love, you know, real, you know, man. You just more talking, you just talking, but man, you you got the basically you got you got the power to man damage it or love it the same way that we do. You know, you hear a lot of women talk about relationships and and how they. You know, they trusted the man and how bad they've been hurt and blase this and blase that. Yeah, we go through it too. But see, as black men, we ain't allowed to do that. We ain't allowed to show emotions. We ain't allowed to break down. We're not allowed to cry. We can't be soft. We got to be tough and hard at all times. And then we wonder why motherfucker crack. And Pressure what? bust pipes, man. We got to be able to let it out somewhere. You go outside, you don't. The nigga that look like you want to kill you because you look like you got a little more than he do. White man trying to lock you up as soon as he catches you somewhere in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? The average woman don't respect man that day. So a nigga getting his ass with me, I ain't the Lord don't let him be a feeling of. You know, I ain't got enough sense to get out here and get him something. You know, jobs ain't available for him. Ain't no health care. Y'all getting apartments and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? They, they doing it to switch the power to remove the black man from the household. Yeah. And turn, and turn, the, and turn the children loose. Now we got a race of kids that's coming up. We, get our, we got our kids together. They gonna know how to vote. They gonna know how to manage money. They gonna know how to go to school. Your kids gonna be dumb in the motherfucker. Don't know what a dad is, how to be a dad, and don't know how to love, don't know how to hold a family together. All these things right here play a part in the overall plan that they got for us. That's right. They trying to make sure you. kids, kids stay rich off our backs and we stay dumb. It ain't changed. Ain't nothing changed about it. In the in the in, in, in the biggest part of it that most people don't understand is that. The most the, the, the place we take the biggest hit is in the black household. Yes. The black family. When you break the black family down, we ain't shit. Just like we got more money than the than, than majority of this country. But we spend our money divided. If we put our money together, we risk an all these motherfuckers. We don't even know. And I'm glad you came in to to say that because that's why I was getting to when me and Dee was talking earlier. I was getting to that. So I'm so glad you came in. And mention all of that because that's what I was going to state, but I couldn't state it like a man was stated. So I'm so glad you came in and mentioned that that way because it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it, it, they coming at all angles, man. We really, really, truly are under war. You know what I'm saying? This shit is really war for our life, man. Our kid, listen to what our kid, just peep in on your child, average 14, 15, shit. Hell, 19 the way they're doing it now. Mm -hmm. You know, and listen to what they're listening to. Everything that they promoting is to teach us not to love each other and to keep giving each other. Usher, to usher us in the jailhouses to make us reproduce and keep these keep these diseases going on and keep these kids out here so they will be concerned because they ain't no good without us. And we can't, they don't want us to keep reproducing too much, but they got to keep enough to keep these jailhouses full, make these babies and you know all that type of shit here so they can have us a slave. Ain't nothing changed. Penitentiary ain't no but a slave house, you know. So uh, when you tear the black family down and, and ain't no guidance, then you got a bunch of kids like the one just running around there in Memphis, Tennessee. The average the average person going to Memphis, going to jail now in Memphis for murder is between fourteen and nineteen years old. They going and they ain't never coming out. You know why? Because black folks don't know how to love each other. I mean, I get all of the, the marriage talking. I ain't mean to take over. You know your little thing, but you know 
this is a big party. You got to be able to see the picture before you can fix the picture. We can talk exactly. about all the good I things mind. you can do. I don't mind at all because it needs to be said. You know, you can talk about all the things that needs to be done to maintain a marriage, but you got to really look at the obstacles of what it is to actually get to a marriage. Yep. And you know it what I'm saying? It's so, much, it's so much that's got to be done before people yeah. can really have, man, it, the, the era of the 30 and 40 and 50 year marriages, that's, that's damn near over with. Grandma, granddaddy, big daddy, them, all that's over with, man, because it's been changed. The game has been changed. The black man has been disabled in so many ways, and now a lot of us just don't give a fuck. And then it ain't that a lot of us never give a fuck. We were never taught to give a fuck. And that's the truth. And that is the reason why a lot of marriages are failing because men don't know how to be men and women don't know how to be women. But you won't know and how to be, but you gotta see something wrong. That's the whole thing. Yep. People walking around like right now, like it's okay. Yeah. It's not okay that the clothes that's being sold in our neighborhoods for five and ten dollars is tights and, and hog the tops. While the girls at 15 years old is walking around with their ass print and their pussy print showing because we poor and that's all we can afford to dress our children in, which in turn is making some other grown man want to rape our baby, make our baby grow up too fast, take her ladyhood away. All these things are being done. You yeah. know, the average little boy can't help but to walk up to and look at a pussy be sitting there because you got five dollar tights on. The music that we listen to. Yeah. That they listen to now. And it talks. It's all it. about guns and glorifying killing. And they fuck this bitch and hate that nigga and shoot that nigga there and kill. You know, that's what they learn. Division. Man, be real about that shit. We came up in Memphis, Tennessee, man. Yeah, you know division. what I'm saying? A-Ball and MJG was our mentors. Yeah, nigga, Memphis wants to be a pimp. Yep. You feel me? It's all according to the music you listen to. Mm -hmm. Now listen to what they actually listening to. Ain't no love. Yeah. When last time you heard a real love song? You got to go back to when we was, yeah. Because ain't no more. It's you ain't never lied. Message, I ain't never lied. It's all in the message to trip us up, man, to keep us hating each other, not loving each other, and staying separate. It's just that's that's the whole program. As long as they can do that, they can control us. Our kids ain't growing up with no substance. The average black kid can't read, can't write, don't know what it is to vote. Here, if he do, if he, he gonna lose, he gonna everybody celebrate King and, and King did do a good thing. But immediately after he got us our right to vote, they went to trying to figure out how to take it back, and they call it a felony. And you can goddamn trip on trip on a shoestring in a city like Memphis and you end up with a felony. Yeah. And then your life is fucked from then on. And this is from experience. I've always had to make my own way in life. And nine to five ain't never been my way because I ain't never had there that can pay me enough to take care of what I need to take care of in life. They waiting on me to come back. That felony is the revolving dope. You'll be back. Once you come back this time, we're gonna get you. You ain't gonna never come out. You're gonna work for us forever. Back to the somebody's house. Trap doors and, 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 and booby traps and, 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 and all type of shit. Just walking to the store and back, man. You know, people got to really realize what's going on around them. Stop being stupid. You know what I'm saying? They feeding us the McDonald's and shit, killing our kids, man. They make all that shit cheap. They making good money and our children eating cows. That shit ridiculous. My bad, man. I done, I done took off, man. I, I apologize, <laughs> man. No, I know no no apology is needed. I won't accept now because this is what this is about. The raw truth. And you gonna get the real rawness on my station, baby. So hey, it is what it is. Right, it is what it is. I ain't gonna, I can't keep acting like I don't see it, man. But it's um it's you know, and and it's safe to say that you can't, you know, talk about one thing without addressing the other. 
you know, and, and women and men have just, like I said earlier, they have lost their way, you know, and, and, and then it actually trickles down to everything that Marco just said, you know, it's about the division. It's about the things that have been put into place, you know, to destroy marriages, especially in black uh, homes, you know, that's it. So, and again, you can't talk about one thing without talking about the other. So that's why I wanted, I picked you all for this show for today because it needed to be heard. It needed to be said. It needed to be heard. And trust me, it's going to be accepted. So it is what it is. Well, I'm glad that we were able to oblige you, you know, and to be able to, you know, put the word out you know, that needed to be heard, you know, because people just need to truly understand, you know, the true um, meaning of everything and behind everything, you know. It's, it's a reason why families are doing the things that they're doing. It didn't just happen overnight. It That's didn't, true. you know. I mean, this is, it's, it's, a, it's a plethora of things that, that took place, you know, and women have lost um, a lot of women in today's society, we have lost our true essence of being women. Yes. You know, we we don't know how to be soft. We don't know how to be, you know, loving. And I'm not going to say all women. I'm going to say some women because you have some women out there who really know what it is to be a submissive wife, a submissive wife and, and, and a mother, you know, and a woman that's going to run her household. You understand? Exactly. You have some women out there. And then you also have some women who are a little more flamboyant than others, you know, and they have to be heard. They have to get the last word in and it really doesn't matter. And understand we as women, we got to understand that we are the generals leading from behind. Do you understand? I agree. We, we are the generals leading from behind. Reason being is because if the head, the, what's, what holds the, 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 the head and the body together? It's the neck. We are the neck of everything. And what, I, what I've learned and what I've always been taught, you know, by uh, one particular pastor um, and, um, that came to mind in mm. particular, one particular pastor in particular, basically what he used to teach us and what he stated was, if the head is out of order, the rest will then follow. the entire body is going to be out of order. And that's true. That is and the head is nothing without the body because everybody plays its part. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. With that being said, um, you all have did a tremendous job on that. Baby, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> that was needed. What wasn't needed, it was put out there. So I'm telling the people, listen, get in where you fit in and get it how you live. <laughs> so uh, with the question, why did you want to get married? Almost everyone said for commitment. Yes. Some said it was just time. Some said it made sense. Others were just ready to settle down and have life partners to build with and to do life with. And then two of them said, you know, that basically he or she was the one, period, point blank. Right. Now, this wasn't a question, but do you think, in your personal opinion, do you think 
that people get married for the wrong reason. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, two, people, yes. two people told me that. Two people stated that, you know, they got married for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And adding to that, you know, I had a man to tell me, and this was a man now, had a man to tell me that I don't need to marry for love. I need to marry for finances. Ooh, he'd be a very unhappy individual. And see, and, and, and actually that's what he got married for because his now wife, you know, was or is, you no know, financially secure because she had or she has a mother and father that has money. Mm. And you know, and see, and see, he didn't come from that. So his thing was he wanted financial security for himself. However, I found out years ago that he was going to marry and he was going to marry for love. But because that woman left him, he hadn't been the same since. You know, he hadn't been right since. So his thing was, you don't marry for love, you marry for money, for finance, because love won't get you nowhere. Well, that that was that that's that's his personal journey. And I think um uh he didn't allow himself, you know, to heal from that. You know what I'm saying? Because if it just think about we as women and even some men, you know what I'm saying? For those who have, you know, who literally got married or was with someone because they really and truly love them and they, they winded up being hurt, you have to understand that you gotta check yourself. You got first of all, you gotta check yourself. What is it that you see people only do what it is that you allow them to do? That's true. Pure point blank. He allowed himself to go down the road, you know, and he allowed himself to crash. I agree. You can't, you can't, you know, get married for the wrong reasons because you had a bad experience with somebody. We all have had bad experiences, but it's not fair to the person that he is marrying for her finances because that means that he will never ever truly love her. He will only love what it is that she does for him or what he can get. And that is a very, very um, that's a sad situation. That, it is. That's a very sad situation. You know, and, and that's just my opinion on that. You know, to each his own. But to get married because of that, you know, if the finances leave, that means that he's leaving as well. And vice versa for women. Women who are with men who, you know, are financially sta- you know, stable. And once the money depletes, they're gone. That means that if this man or this woman goes through anything, you're not going to be by their side. You don't have the best interest in heart to make sure that they're going to get what it is that they need. You're only going to be thinking about the dollar sign. And then, you know, it's, it's called the Book of Esther. Okay? If anybody knows the Book of Esther... That story alone, to sum it up, it just basically says that when you dig a grave for one person, you need to be digging another one for yourself. To sum the book of Esther up. You got to be very careful about what you do to other people because it's going to come back and bite you on your butt. You better tell it. You're bound and I mean, you're bound to repeat what it is that you give. You know, and then you try, then people you know, try to figure out why am I being treated? Why am I being treated this way? You know what I'm saying? It's because of things that you're doing to other people. That's true. So, you know, it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, people just got to, they got to think about what they're doing. 
If you want love, that means that you have to show yourself lovable. If you want friendship, you have to show yourself friendly. And I couldn't put it better. All right, number six. We're almost to the last one. We got one more to go. All righty. Question number six was, how important is commitment to you? Extremely important. That is. And uh, what your husband told me last night was, he basically told me that commitment was everything. 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 Now, a lot of the other uh, couples who I uh, gave this survey to, mm-hmm. they basically said the same thing. It's very important. One even went as far as saying that commitment is as important as the agreement. Absolutely. Another one said outside of love, it's never in line. Yep. Another said, uh, we may want to kill each other at times, but no one else can kill our mate but us. Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, another, and I love this one, but this was one of my favorites. Uh, commitment is a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. It's equated to loyalty. Mm-hmm. You can't be on my team if you're not loyal. And that's true. And we can't, we can't win if I'm busy watching my back and you. That's right. That. Another one said it's, uh, it's major and one of the main reasons I got married. I wanted someone who was committed to me and only me. Right. Another said loyalty and faithfulness goes hand in hand with it. And that's true. And um, uh, it, is in, it is the most important thing be, and love, commitment is the most important thing and love is the luxury. Now, I like how that was stated. And that's what I was going to say. I love that one. I love, I love that, that one. It said that was my number one. The one I'm about to say was number two. And the commitment is a deal breaker. is equated to loyalty was number three. So I had a top three. Yeah. So uh, commitment is the most important thing. And love is a luxury. That was my number one. My number two was somebody stated it is as important as my self-worth. Ah, I like that. And, you know, it's equated to loyalty. So I love those answers. Yeah. And people fail to realize you can learn a lot. Not, single people can learn from married people. Married people can definitely learn from single people. And it all, and it basically is all for the greater good. Absolutely. To make you, to make you a better you. Right. And if you don't take anything away from this session, from this episode today, if you don't take anything away, take away the fact to love you first. Take care of you. Make sure you have you together first before you decide to put yourself onto somebody That's else. That's right. And the last question for today. Oh, we've gotten through. Babe, we've had a time, haven't yes, we? Yes, we have. The last question for today is, What's the best thing about being married? The greatest thing about being married is not having to fight alone. And 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 just always having your best friend around. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that knows you through and through. You know? 
You get to talk about any and everything. You get to experience things together. You know? It's cool. You know? I, and I wouldn't... It's a song by um, uh, Luther Vandross. I'd rather have bad times with yes, you than anyone yes. else. You know? That song is, is very powerful because, you know, it... it it go it, it 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 helps you to understand that you really and truly love somebody because if separation ever came you know between you and your significant other you know you, you find yourself trying to start all over again and then you find yourself trying to look for the person that that you were either married to or you just left you know what i'm saying and if you can't get beyond the person that you just left and you're looking for that person all over again that means that you really truly love that person so versus starting anew with somebody else, I would rather walk I would rather walk with my husband than anybody else because he understands me through and through. And I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it in for the I world. I agree. I agree. Oh, listen, look at here, look at here. <laughs> All right. Now, also to add to that, the first statement that you made mm-hmm. when I asked that last night was you said sex with no judgment. That's what that's what you said. <laughs> that yeah, look, that's, that's what you said. Part. That was the first thing you said that came out your mouth, ma'am. You said sex with no judgment because okay. the marriage bed is undefiled. I told you I was under, I said, said but I said that earlier. That's what you said when you said it. <laughs> Go to show you. Okay, and then you said I have a covering, (laughs) but you said sex with no judgment was the first thing that came out your mouth, ma'am. Okay, but I said that actually to another. No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. It don't even matter. Yes, I did. I want you to go back and listen to this, man. Uh, Get off. You did, but I'm saying, but number seven (laughs) in particularly when I that last (laughs) night, the first thing that came to your mind was you said sex with no judgment. Because the marriage bed is undefiled, and then you said because that, I'm covering that, that means that I love. I'm saying that's husband. what you said when you said it. <laughs> Look, no, I, I ain't mean, know you are what me. Well, I'm reminding you of what. I don't care home. what they hear because right. I just I, said I'm it just earlier. You. Oh God! Do some things. I don't need no time. Shut up, woman. I might, I might something. Now listen, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad because a lot of couples basically said the same thing. So don't feel bad. <laughs> Why y'all out here uh, having sex and having baby daddy's language? And God ain't mad at me for what I did to him. I know that's right. <laughs> it, it, it was borderline gross, but he ain't even mad at me, so I know I'm good. Because the marital bed is undefilable. <laughs> now, I like the fact that even though that's what that was your first statement, like I said, because I wrote everything down. So, even though that's what you said, your husband came back and said, 
not having to do life by yourself. Absolutely. And I love that. That was his best thing about being married, not having to do life by yourself. So other couples, to kind of fill you in on what other couples stated, other couples stated that uh -huh. the, they uh, what was the best thing about being married? The commitment in having someone to be with, to love them, and uh, they love you back. Okay. Having someone yeah. to struggle with, to grow with, and having a best friend, a gossiping partner, and a teammate. Right. Baby, that, like baby, that, that pillow talk ain't nothing <laughs> nice. Man, what you said? That's the best part that's about that, that pillow talk ain't nothing <laughs> nice, baby. People better understand, better realize what it is. Because even though I haven't been married, you know, I've had a significant other for years. I've been in a committed relationship for years. And a lot of times you share things with your significant other that you wouldn't share with some people. Sometimes not even your, your female girlfriend, best friend. You know what I'm saying? Friend right. and baby, That's when right. when you get to that pillow talking at night, baby, let me tell you something, baby, it's something crucial because you get the best of worlds. You get the woman's yep. point of view, you get the man's point of view, and when you sum all that up together, baby, you be like, listen, this is what it is. It is what it is. Somebody right. else said, uh, waking up to waking up each day knowing that I married the greatest gift that God ever gave me. Yeah. Uh, another was. Having a forever partner, a best friend, and unconditional support and unconditional support, knowing someone's got you when you might not have yourself. And well, yep. And then no true. judgment for thigh touching. Get how you live. <laughs> so I told him, so pretty much everybody was saying, you know, knowing they have a best friend, you know, someone that, share, uh, that shares yes. all the aspects of life with directly growing and learning each other and the unlimited love sessions without guilt no one exclusively right. and not having to start all over with someone new people said that life is happier uh somebody else said being provided with a sense of peace uh, having someone who yes. knows you and loves you unconditionally and would always have your back having who supports you yeah. having a covering, like you said, having a covering and not having to do life by yourself. And my absolute favorite was uh, the partnership, having a consistent companion that you can live life with with how crazy mm -hmm. life is right now. The security, yes, the security Lord. is what makes it worth it. Physically, Sexually, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and intimately, all of it is worth it. Right. Right. So, so I thank everybody, all of the married couples, all of my married friends, all of my single friends, my divorced friends, everybody that participated in this survey. I thank you so much because we learned something today. I don't know if, you know, you had as many takeaways as I did, but, you know, I did. I learned something. I learned something from them, from their answers to take on for, you know, whenever I do decide, you know, to get married or rather when my husband found me. And personally, I think he already have. I just hadn't acknowledged it, but hey. 
anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that that's just me. I'm stubborn. Um, I thank you guys, you and your husband, Marco, for coming in because the things that you all said, mm-hmm. especially the things that he said, it was needed. It was needed, and we needed to hear these things. So I thank you guys for participating. I thank you for your answers. I love you so, 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 so much. And trust me, when I have another one that requires somebody to come in, trust, because you all are as raw as I am, I will be inviting you back. Play no games. I'm just saying. Play no games, no if, fans, buts about it, period. I will be inviting you back. Because I'm telling you, because I am as raw as I am, and that's what I'm known for, and what people take me as, they can expect the unexpected in my work, in my books, in my podcast, or whatever I do. They know to expect the unexpected. And they know that I say whatever comes to mind or the first thing that comes to mind. I will say whatever is on my mind. They know this. You know this because you all know me. Right, and we thank yes, you this was us. fun, and I so 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 enjoyed it. it. Thank you again, Marco. <laughs> I thank you, thank you for your words of wisdom. That was straight wisdom, bro. It really was, yes, it was. You see how wonderful my husband is. Girl, you know what, man? listen, <laughs> I just had to say you that. Know. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, listen. That ain't what this was about, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) What else? (laughs) I just had to throw that out there. You know, mine is the king. He rock in my world. You're okay. All right, I'm done. I hope and I pray that everyone got something from this. That you have as many takeaways as we did. Learn from it use it these tools are for you and of course you've had several answers from several people i hope this answered a lot of questions that a lot of people had even with some of the people that participated in the survey i hope that some things were said to help even in your marriage or your partnership or in your situation you know what i'm saying that will allow you to do better in all aspects that you need. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mean, let's just be real about it. It is what it is. All of us should have taken some away from this podcast. Whether you're single, whether you're divorced, whether you're married, whether you're getting married, you're engaged, whatever. This was something for everybody to a takeaway for everybody to receive something from this. And if you didn't, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> Until we meet again, sis, I love you guys and thank you so much for participating. Love you more. You All too. Right, thank you. All right, bye. Bye, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Wanna out.